Good morning. Megan here with Compass Morning Med for Monday, March 30. Before all of this, we were in the middle of a series to celebrate Lent, which is the part of the ancient church calendar where followers of Jesus choose to give up something for the six weeks prior to Easter. People give up everything from coffee to meat, dairy, TV, social media, all kinds of things, with the intention that they'll use that time for prayer. The traditional calendar begins Ash Wednesday, where at many churches they meet that Wednesday night and use ash to draw a cross on the forehead of each person. And they repeat the phrase, from dust you were made and from dust you will return. Lent is a time for reorientation around what's most important. The death and resurrection of Jesus and the reminder of my own mortality. At Compass, we'd chosen to go through and do like this overview of the practices of Jesus during the Lenten season in the hope that it would give you ideas for practices you might want to begin or reinforce during your Lenten fast. The topic I was going to cover in the series was simplicity. All of our best laid plans have been just ravaged by the coronavirus, and ironically, it is, as, it is as if Lent has come to the entire world. All of us have been forced to slow down, be deprived of some of the things that we want, and remember our own fragile mortality. Along with that, the call to simplicity and its close companion, generosity, are even more important than they were a month ago. We live in this cultural moment of scarcity and fear. Cleaning supplies and food that we're used to having easy access to are in high demand. And as the demand for those things have gone up, demand for most everything else has gone down as people stay home. Over 3 million people applied for unemployment just last week in an, in an economy that just a month ago had the lowest unemployment it had had in 50 years. It is so easy to let fear have its way to get caught up in hoarding our resources. Even for those of us whose jobs have not been affected negatively, it is tempting to save up, to put some things back in case the situation gets worse. As we stay home more, it's easy to order takeout, to shop online, to use our money on entertainment, or any other number of escapes available to us. I read the other day that porn has gone up significantly in just the last three weeks. Not that some of those are bad in moderation. Maybe it's great to shop online for some things. It's great to order takeout and, and support local businesses. But as followers of Jesus, what if instead of fear, we stepped out in faith? That we made it our intention to live as simply as possible as Jesus himself did. What if we join the thousands of followers of Jesus who have come before us, people who in political turmoil, plagues, wars, chose to serve the people around them regardless of the cost? My dad read this verse this weekend in his update, but I believe it deserves to be read again. In Acts 4, starting in verse 32, all the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, 
and God's grace was so powerfully at work in all of them that there were no needy persons among them. From time to time, those who owned land or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales, and put it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to anyone who had need. From its earliest days, that has been the heart of the church. In our prosperity, we often fall away from it. But now is the time to rise up. If your job has not been affected by the virus, here's just a few ideas and ways that you can be generous in your daily life. One is just to shop at local businesses where you can. If there's something you need that you know a local business has, try going there instead. Give a big tip if you get takeout from somewhere. It's been my big sacrifice this last week um, is reawakening my poor John's habit, which is really not a sacrifice for me at all. But seriously, poor John's has served me coffee at least once a week for about five years. I know them. They know me. They know my order. Is there a local business that you frequent that you could show some extra support to? Another way is just to up your giving a little bit, whether that's to a charity you've already been supporting or to our Compass Community Assistance Fund. As my dad said over the weekend, each member of the core team whose job has not been affected agreed to raise their giving level to Compass. Those funds will be available for those in our church who need support. We're also looking at how we could maybe support some local businesses or individuals that may not be a part of our church at all. The last thing I want to ask you to think about it's just an idea, is the big stimulus check that we're all about to get in the mail. If you have work, if your job is unchanged, what would it look like for you to give that check away? Just an idea. Something to begin praying about, thinking about, If you weren't planning on it, is there something you could give that check to that would support someone else? Now, I recognize I am in the camp where my job has not been affected. And I am so, so grateful for that. But a lot of you have been affected. And the first thing I'd like to say is I'm so sorry. It's a lot easier for me to talk about generosity and scarcity from where I'm standing than from where you're standing. And the second thing is, and this is probably even harder, but please ask for support. There's a form on our website where you can say your need and send a message, and that goes directly to a three-person team that makes decisions about giving. What you say will be kept in the confidence of those three people, but please, 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 we want you to feel safe to ask, whether it's on that form or um, you can reach out to someone on the core team that you feel comfortable with, but please, please ask That example of the early church only works if the people in need say their needs. So please, 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 we want you to feel safe for that. Third, even if you are jobless right now, there are so many ways to be generous. And the most obvious is being with your time. So making phone calls or FaceTiming friends and family to check in. Maybe even reaching out to check on some people on the outer edges of your social comfort zone. Um, Maybe someone from church that you've seen or a coworker that you know might be having a hard time. Um, Just shooting out that text or that phone call to see how they're doing. 
Um, I've also seen some pretty great handouts from friends of mine from college. They basically made this handout that said like, hey, this is us. This is our name and our contact information. We want to help you. Um, we'll make runs to the grocery store for you, pick up medications, like yard work. They just had probably six or eight things that they were willing to do for their neighbors. And then they just put the flyers on all their neighbors' doorsteps. And they said, even if, even if you don't need it right now, please just keep this and maybe in a few weeks you will. So I love that idea. Um, I'm hoping to get that form and maybe post it on our Facebook for those of us who wanted to have it. Um, I have two friends right now, a coworker and another friend who are making masks for healthcare workers. So that's another idea. There's patterns out there. I think they may differ depending on what your local hospital uses, but you can do a little bit of research and begin making those masks where healthcare workers are short on PPE. Another thing you can do is let people borrow something of yours. It's another great way to be generous from huge things like cars and lawnmowers. Um, a lot of people are just starting up their lawnmowers right now. And um, if they're not working after the winter, they may not have money to go fix it. You can also do small things like a roll of toilet paper, a cup of sugar, just being on the lookout for what your friends and neighbors might be needing. There are endless ways to be generous. So to close, let's just pray. Jesus, we ask you to reprogram our brains. In stress, we autopilot to self-preservation. I know because at Little Debbie, our orders are so high right now that we also have this impulse to consume when we're under stress. So Holy Spirit, we ask you to live through us in this time that this morning you would change our perspective. Teach us to walk your path of simplicity and generosity. Bring to mind even now the ways that we can trim down and live even more generously with our money, our time, and most importantly with our love. We love you, Jesus. Amen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with the hope of the power of the Holy Spirit.